Welcome back to the 423 Soccer Pod. This is Jim, and as always, I am joined with my pal from Bradley County, great footballer. Todd, how are you doing? Good, man. I don't know about always. I kind of skipped out on you last week, but That's I did okay. get you a replacement. Thank you, you TJ, for coming yes, on, and yes. you did a great job. And now we have the me. full set. We have and the full set of Moors. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did the tri- the more trifecta. Yeah, and actually allowed me to enjoy my vacation and I didn't have to worry, you know, have that guilt that you were going to have to hold down the podcast by yourself. Oh, yeah, because I, I can't do that. Yeah, no way you could talk for an hour by yourself. No, I, could t- I can't talk for an hour. I can't talk an hour about anything, Todd. Uh, well, okay, so we don't have a guest tonight. You're just going to have to listen to us. This, yeah, this is kind this, of a... This podcast is going to be like a drunk driver. We're going to be all over yeah, the road. So just so you know, we we are fully... Just because of the potential for salt, I thought that it would be good to provide some sweetness before. Oh, so yes. um, you'll see a, you'll see a picture uh, online of us. Uh, it's probably already been posted while you're listening to this. Of us enjoying homemade... Manganadas, which are the drink, the official drink of the four two three soccer pod. Todd, you want to talk about what a manganada is? Since you're you know the what? one, I, okay, you're here's the a, one here's who the introduced. Thing. I can tell you how delicious a manganada is, yeah. but since you're the person to actually make one, I feel like you should tell people what it is. I've never. I was introduced to the manganada a couple of years ago, uh, eating at my my local taco stand. Uh, shout out to Nella's Tacos, Cleveland, Tennessee. And they were delicious. And, and, you know, it had that certain amount of sweetness to it, to the mango. But then there was the peppery with the chamoy. And at first, I, I didn't know whether I loved it or I hated it. But I needed more of it to decide. And now I'm, I'm all in. And now you've went so far. So this guy, I tell him about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, the, the taco truck at, uh, at the uh, CFC games, they, they got manganadas. And the next thing I know, this guy's, like, putting out a PSA looking for a chamoy. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that, that escalated quickly. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so I went to I went the went to the market, the Chattanooga market, and the taco truck was there, and they were serving manganadas because I never got a chance to go to the one at the game because I was doing I was doing stuff for uh, my kuju and the club, kind of counting things like like I do, and so I could I didn't have enough time to go down and, and be and get in line. I'm glad for that because that means people are coming to matches, but I didn't have time to do it, so I haven't had a chance. And then I saw it at the market, and I'm like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna Go ahead and have one. I'm not a huge fan of mango. It's not my go-to fruit. So I wasn't really sure. And I tried it and I was like, you know what? This doesn't, this is good. I mean, it's it's, it's not, there's a, ma- it does taste like mango, but it doesn't taste like mango. And it's the chamoy, I think, that, that that's it's the peppery the that gets you. Yeah. So it's really simple. I take 
I went to tar I went to Publix and got three sixteen ounce bags of chopped frozen mango. A sixteen ounce bag makes two well, those are pretty good sized drinks. You could probably have to do half of what two we sixteen had. ounces right there. Yeah. So yeah, so so you could you could probably cut this in half and be fine. So they could maybe make four a bag makes four drinks. All I do is so it, it's the recipe has mango, lime, and water. And you mix it up to kind of a a smoothie consistency. So what I did was like instead of lime, sugar, and water, I just used Sprite. And the Sprite, the new Sprite, which is like the limeade Sprite, which adds a little bit of carbonation, which I think I think is good. And just that there's so there's some more citrus in it. So there's lemon and lime flavor. And I think it's probably I'm just speaking for myself. I think it's better than the one at the taco truck. Whoa, whoa! I'm gonna have to have the one from the taco truck. But here's here's the here's the bottom line. You made an excellent meganata tonight, believe, and thank you. you very much for yeah. that. I've I've had a few in my life, and it, it was delicious. So it's real simple. You just mix everything up in a blender. Then you take a glass, put a little chamoy, which is just a, like a Mexican condiment that's made out of dried fruit. And uh, this is the 423 Soccer Podcast, sir. <laughs> the, the people want to know. The know. people need to know this. Once they see this picture, they're going to be intrigued. They're going to want one. Yeah. So it, it's it's like dried fruit, chili, and salt, and lime kind of mixed up together. But you can buy it at, uh, well, you can't really, the only place you can get it here is probably at your local. Kind of city, yeah. That's right. Uh, and I went to the one on the corner of uh, Broad and Main and was helped by a lovely woman who I went in and said, I'm looking for Chamoy. And she pointed back and there was Chamoy. So, <laughs> so, um, well, I, I've, so I've been treated with that this evening. And yeah. then on, on top of this, I get treated with a gift that has been in waiting yes, since Easter. Had... And because of like things that are out of my control, yeah. not being able to come here and yeah. record, not being able to come to games for different reasons, uh, was given to me tonight. And I was giving a beautiful glass yeah. uh, with uh, 423 etched in the side yep. so that I may enjoy my delicious uh, evening beverage of choice, the old fashioned. Old fashioned. Those uh, are good too. I can't tell you. I am so excited to actually have a. Uh, is that a tumbler glass? What kind of a. Uh, what is no, that? That's a highball glass. Highball glass. glass. Sorry. Well, I don't even know. I, I don't just know if that's a highball. Is that a highball glass? I think you're right. It is a highball glass. It's. I know. It seems like know. it would be taller. It's the glass that you use to make old fashions. That's right. <laughs> and it's going to be my glass that I use to make. Do old you fashions. smoke? Do you use like smoke your old fashioned, or is it just no no smoke? I, I don't think I smoke my old fashioned. Like add add a little smoke. bit of smoke to it, like a smoke flavor. No. No, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, I I guess what I do is a, a traditional. Again, this is the four two three soccer podcast. Uh, yes. <laughs> I keep having to remind people you have not Orange. stumbled. Uh, yes, I do. So Orange I peel. Use, Orange peel, yes, and I do a, uh, a cherry. I do the uh-huh. uh, not a mascherano cherry. There's another cherry. It's a darker, okay, kind of sweeter cherry mm-hmm. I use. And then, uh, yeah, bitters. Simple syrup. No, I mix mine with a, a little bit of a uh, little bit of water and a sugar cube crushed okay. up. So yeah, so it yeah. does the same thing. And I use a muddler. You muddle it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I get then, up there in Bradley County. Yeah. So we've I've got plenty of I've got plenty of bourbon downstairs, so we can. <laughs> I've got plenty of Chattanooga whiskey downstairs, so we can we can do that another time. But again, Manganadas, try them. They're really easy to make. You just put a little chamoy in the bottom of the glass, uh, kind of drip it down the sides, put your mango in there, drip a little more, then put some tahini on top, which is just salt, just like a salt seasoning. And it's really good. 
I don't, and it's really good. It now is, we've managed it is to definitely talk the summary minutes. drink of choice. Yeah. Man, it's it's so good. Yep. So we've talked twelve minutes about manganadas and old fashions, which I'm a fan of both. I'm a fan I'm here of both. For it. And I am a fan of trying this with a little bit of tequila in it. Uh, we have we have we haven't went there yet, as I have to drive home tonight. Right. Yeah. Uh, but once again, on I'm a longer saying, day, we're going to make that. Yeah, happen. a manganata with a little bit of tequila in it would not be bad. No, you know bad. what? It would have been bad like after last night's game either. Yeah. So, like I said, we don't have a guest tonight. We're going to do kind of a not really a PMR. Is it a PMSR or a PSR? PSR. Like a postseason rant. I don't want to rant that much. Um, I I, I ranted a little. I didn't really rant online that much, but it was a little frustrating. Um, So, again, those of you who listen to the podcast, I'm sure you know uh, whether you're a CFC fan or not. If you're listening to us, you probably follow Nisa. Last night was the Nisa Spring semifinal uh, between LA Force and Chattanooga FC. After going up 2-0 early in the second half, CFC concedes 3 uh, to go down to LA Force, and that's the end of um, end of the spring tournament, or excuse me, end of the spring season. And so it ends. I don't, you know, like I like I said, what can you say? It it ends much kind of it, well. Actually, the game was much like our whole spring. We started out scoring goals. We ended up conceding goals and losing. I didn't quite put that together, but yeah, you're spot on. Uh, I mean, we we scored seven, seven goals, goals in our two first games. two matches. We haven't scored seven goals since. How many did we score? I think we ended up spring? at six. Okay. So, in other words, we blew our XG out of the water <laughs> in those two games. Those first two games against yeah. we we unleashed the fury. No, you can have plenty of XG and not score. We have proven that too. Um. So yeah. So anyway, um. You know, we, uh, I don't know, we, we, no, we, that was, that was quickly followed, I mean, preceded by our final match of the, of the turn of the season, I guess the, the, uh, with the last match with Detroit, there's a lot of changes for the team. Uh, I think like probably six or seven, if not more changes, it was very much kind of a B side that went out and, and played. I think some guys, I think coach wanted to test some guys. I think some guys had some things to prove for themselves and for the team. They went out and, and frankly, you know, they went down two nil. Like, you know, I've said, I say this over and over and over and over again. The thing you cannot do with Detroit is give up an early goal. And we give up a goal in what? The second minute, third minute. I don't know. Also seems to be one of the symptoms of uh, the spring season. Yeah. Yeah. So Sadie picks the pocket of McKinley, who's had a fairly decent year. I mean, you know, he's had some mistakes, but I I think he's got he's a player with a large upside. That's definitely 5 seconds of his life he wants yeah, back. He, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean and, he just needs to forget about it. Hopefully and, he doesn't even remember it. <laughs> and Sadie passes it to somebody and they score. And uh the second goal, you know, I'm it's being called a beautiful goal and and I guess if if from the Detroit perspective and the neutral perspective, it's a nice it's a nice goal. Comes off a, a throw in. The ball's passed to Maxi Rodriguez. He avoids the challenge, goes, crosses the ball. Sadie with a beautiful, beautiful dummy to uh, their back, their left back. I can't remember who puts it away. The only, I mean, I, I have problem. I have serious problems with our defensive balance and 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 how we defended that 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 passage of play. That entire sequence, we were one step behind absolutely everything, and we were just. All, I don't know why our entire team was on our defensive left side. 
Like there was nobody over covering the the light runner from from the there was no width at all. Like all three center backs were uh, in the left on our defensive left. I, I I've gone back and watched it. The footage isn't great because the the uh, the angle is good for TV. It's not good for like seeing the shape. Like what I love about CFC games at Finley is the camera is really up high. And so you can see more of the field. It's not a great TV angle for watching soccer, but it's a great angle to see kind of we what's going on. We might have heard on. that complaint a time or two. <laughs> so I, I wish I had a 22 and like an all 22 so I can see because it comes off a throw in, which you should be set. Like you should get defensively set in your shape by that time. It's not like it was a, a quick counter that caught us off guard. It was off of a throw. And then four passes later, it's in the back of the net. And we were not well organized. And so, yes, if I'm a Detroit fan, if I'm a neutral, if I'm just watching, it's a pretty it's a pretty passenger play. When I see it, though, from the CFC standpoint, I think the coaches would be like, where, where, where were we? I mean, where were we? But so we go two down, and I think everybody thinks, and I, I mean, me included, well, that's the ball game, right? right? I mean, that's, you know, we've got our B squad out there. And, and like you said, to their credit, I mean, they kind of, they hung around in there, and they scrapped, and... You yeah. know, they and they sort of came alive a little bit yeah. later in the second half and, you know, started to cre- create some stuff. And, you know, credit to those guys. And it's like yeah. it's like Fuller said, like he's going to give these guys a run. They put in the training. They yep. work hard mm-hmm. week in and week out yeah. because there's consummate professionals out there that they, they don't get the start, but they put it in day in and day out. And you know what? In a match at the end of the season that didn't change the outcome. Like get those guys out there and see, and plus you're getting yeah. into season. You got contracts coming up. See, see yeah. what you got. See who's got it in them. And those guys mostly made a good account of themselves. They did. They did. Pipe, you know, pipe got the goal, and you know, it, hey, it was a deflection. So what? I mean, they created, you know, they created um, some pressure. They didn't let a ball go out over the over the end line. Got it in. Got it into the box, and and you know, pipe finished it. And then we create a soft-ish penalty, but it, I mean, he shoved him in the back, and he was in the box, but. You know, Kazakh was going away. It's one of those goals. It's one of those penalties that probably drove Trevor James absolutely crazy because I don't know what he's doing way out there at the edge of the 18. I don't know why he's shoving Kazakh, but okay, whatever. He goes down. It's It was Kazakh, right? I think so. I can't remember. I get confused between that one and the one that happened last night, which was also very well, similar. That's what we'll, I'm saying. We'll I think get last that. night's with Kasich. I don't remember who this who was he shoved, but it may have been Kasich again. I don't know. And, and then, you know, Oliveira just, he takes a, and I think, I don't think I'm saying anything that's, that you don't see when you watch it. He just takes an un, you just not, a, a, good not, a, not a convincing penalty. Yeah, just wasn't a good penalty. And, it's, it's, it, and, it happens. And, right. And, you know, if, if the keeper guesses wrong, it looks fine. But when the keeper guesses right and you're not, you don't, you don't really put enough pace on it, you know, that's what happens. And so, you know, Stein, Steinwasher, he, you know, he, he stopped it and, um, you know, the ends, it ends 2-1. We added a, a little bit of pressure after that, but not a whole lot. That was fairly late in the game. It was like maybe 10 minutes left when the penalty. You wonder. And so it was a 2-1 match. I mean, it was 2-1. I didn't really, you know, I wasn't bothered really by it. I, I you know, that was 
It wasn't a friendly. Do you think that? Do you think you weren't bothered by it because you saw the lineup and you saw the significant changes that had been made, and so you lowered the expectations? So when you saw, after all was said and done, and they they put their heart into the game and had a chance to take away mm-hmm. a point at the end, you were like, eh, it's not bad. Well, yeah, I think all things considered, it was a, a really change. Ch- Luna has come in to say hello uh, to us. So if you oh, hear- that's another thing. I got introduced to Luna, the <laughs> the new member. Of the Gooner family, and yeah. she is adorable. You're hearing her tail hit everything in this in the in the closet studio, and she's gone. <laughs> she may have a short attention span. Um, uh, so yeah, I think all things considered, it was a lot of change. There was a lot of changes. It didn't impact. It didn't impact our standing. It really wasn't. I mean, if we had won the match, it would have impacted Detroit. And she's back, <laughs> but you know it really didn't impact a whole lot. You know they all they only needed a draw, and I think that impacted a little bit the way they played. Um, they 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 were managing the game, um, so all of that combined, I thought the guys gave a good account of themselves. They fought, um, could have had a chance to tie it up. You know, probably should have tied. You know, when you have a penalty, you think you're going to score that, right? So, right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I you know, and I knew the more the more important match was on uh, was on um Wednesday. And and I and I agree. The more important match was last night. That doesn't change my expectation in terms of when I see the guys go out there like I expect them to give 100% for the crest and I know that sounds cliché and cheesy and stuff. So I'm really proud of those guys for going out there mm-hmm. and and giving their all. And, uh, and like you said, although it didn't change the position, it didn't change anything that was going to happen. Ultimately, uh, you, you got to appreciate the effort that they went out and they, they put into the match and, yeah. um, and they, and they could walk off the field, their head held high. And, and I know, I know pipe's going to want that PK back at, next time. You know? Yep. <laughs> and there she goes again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, bless your heart. Yeah. So I, I didn't, um. It really didn't bother. I mean, and I'll, I'll just, you know, it, with me and my fandom for CFC or some other th- so other, other times, I, there are times I get to the point in the season where I think, you know, anything else that happens is just going to be what it what it is. I mean, I had kind of reached that point after just the spring has has been disappointing overall. So I was just like, you know what, what what will happen will happen, and um, you know, that's why like. When when they when when LA did their had their comeback and won, I was laying on the couch like, well, that's that seems about right. I mean, it's just you know it was frustrating at the time. Uh, well, I but, think it's I think it, you reached that because you you started seeing all the same symptoms that had plagued the team over the yeah. course of the spring. Uh, I mean, for me, it was recognizing uh, giving up large chunks of the midfield. It mm-hmm. was it was staying packed in our defensive third and trying to weather a storm that that you could tell eventually the lightning was going to strike, and you know it it did. Yeah. Um. And and I've said it I've said it for a long time. Like you you can't camp out in your defensive third at at pretty much any level, but especially at a professional level, and expect and not expect to get punished for it at, at some point. Yeah, especially in the, I I just we weren't in really a formation that we weren't in a bunkering type of formation, man. You know, so I know we started in the three four three. Um, we do have what was the question? We did ask for a question. We got one question is like, why did why did Fuller wait so long to make make changes? I don't know if they meant they went to the, the last se- two games to make tactical make changes. tactical changes, and I don't understand the question. We've he has adjusted a couple of times throughout the season. 
I think that's part of uh, a recognition of maybe his and the team's frustration with just not finding, just not finding the right, the right combination, the right solution. And we've, we've played in a, a three, five, two, we've played in a, th- a traditional three, four, three, we played in a three box three, we've played in a four, three, three. Um, so I don't know if we've really have changed so anything in the think, last two matches. Do but. you think that was him trying to, do you think that was fuller? Uh, trying to experiment and find something that created more success I, because I, I was, I was kind of tweet deeming back and forth with an individual today who I'm not going to mention who it, who it was. Uh, but he said that this team lacks and lacks an identity. Yeah. So you, you said that to me earlier and, and, you know, I had a, a conversation um, you know, with someone a couple of weeks ago and they were describing the team as as made up of, of a lot of very um, players that could do several things. Like they could do several things well. So you 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 think of you think of like Hoff who can play in the midfield, play up top. You think of somebody like Carr who can play the six, play center back, play outside. Um, and you know we've had even Spielman can play. You know can play center half or center forward right so and there's been tales of, of of him playing all positions during practice right. so yeah so we've got a lot of guys that could play a lot of places but do we have a lot of guys that have a place you know that that that's where they fit in the team that you don't have they're not they're not a jack of all trades they are a master of one or a master of a couple and if you have a team filled with players that are really interchangeable can you build a system and i'm not smart enough to know the answer to that question you know, and Fuller has forgotten more about soccer than I will ever know. And you can add me in that with you as well. And and that's and that brings me back to like back in the Members Cup in 2019. I think yeah. you and I praised uh, Fuller yeah, the on, mul- on multiple occasions for being able. Well, maybe we start out in a four four two, and then about the 60th minute we would morph into uh, a four three three. Right. Remember, there were several occasions that we changed formation, and it proved to be highly effective. And then uh, this year, I I find myself going like. You know, did we ever look comfortable in any formation right. and should we have just yeah. adopted one formation and just went and, and just stuck to it and and I don't know the answer to that. Even in the fall, we there were times when we started in a formation and then he made a tactical change and it paid dividends. Like that's and and I have heard other coaches talk about Fuller's ability to make in-game changes and oh, I know, and it wasn't a coach, it was somebody from Maryland from the Maryland Bobcats talk about how and and I think he was referencing the game we had with Maryland. Um, the I, I guess we lost one nil, but the the first match was completely different from the second, and Maryland could not handle us in the second half, even though we didn't score. That's going to sound familiar to people who who follow CFC. We're very threatening, but don't score goals. Um, and he said. Fuller made some changes at the half that our team couldn't handle. And so I, I think he's got that in him, but I don't know what we, I think you're right. We could not find, we could not find a comfort, like a home, a home base that we could always go back to and say, you know what, if we, if, if things this are going, we are. if things are going bad, you know, coach can yell out to Juan or, or to, to Dixon or somebody and say, go back to this. And we go back to home base and people know what they're doing. I'm not saying that people don't know what they're doing, but I'm saying that we, it doesn't seem like we have a foundation that we can then build from. And we changed that several times because we did not ever really look 
that comfortable. We looked pretty comfortable in the three five two in preseason. You remember, you remember those wide players just banging up the side, and we were, I mean, you know, but you have to kind of take a look at the comp- level of competition. Even the even the Louisville game, even the Louisville game, we had we looked decent in that formation, and um, and we looked decent in the first two games of the Legends Cup. <laughs> um, and then, had them right where we wanted them, and then right, and then we didn't. And so I, again, I'm not smart enough to know really what I know. I know some of what happened. We had some injuries that forced people into with strange positions. We had a lot of formation changes. We had um, we had a a, a two batch suspension for two of our our forwards. Right, and so I'm and and on that, I'm going to say that looking back that was probably more impactful than I realized at that moment. Um, the suspensions. Yeah. I was uh, really worried about it when it happened. Yeah. And, and me being the kind of person I am, I I didn't see that far in advance. You know, I was just like, yeah, we, we got to win. We beat stars, you know, and in the way we did it. And I, I love the fact that the way in which it happened, it was very stars esque. And it was almost like beating them at their own game. Yeah. And so uh, I kind of appreciated that. But looking back, it was actually, uh, it started a a chain reaction of events uh, that I'm not sure we recovered from. Yeah, I, I do. I, 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 I think, I think you're onto something there. I, I... And, it, and it might be, it might even be go, going further than just player absences. Uh, you know, I don't know how that was received in the locker room. I don't know how that was, that was received by the front office. Uh, you know, so, but I'm not sure we recovered from that in terms of collectively. Yeah. Well, so I think I'll go back and and say, I don't, I don't want to be revisionist because at the time I was worried about how it impact, but I do remember thinking if we're going to have a time when we miss, when we miss them for two games. It's probably okay that it's Maryland and New Amsterdam. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, that I mean, sure. I, you know, when I thought when I looked at the schedule, I'm like, okay, we're going to miss them for two games, but we're going to miss them for Maryland and New Amsterdam. Now, no offense to Maryland, hey, they finished above us in the table. So, all props to Evan and and the coach and the team. Uh, they they had a, I think they had a successful season. I know that that's relative, and and they probably wouldn't. They probably say, well, we would we were aiming for higher. Fine. It's your first professional season. You weren't supposed to be playing yet. Um, they, I thought they, I thought they really played admirably. So I don't mean any disrespect. I'm just like of the, you know, when you look at the later games, like you know, I would, I would have rather them to miss those two. But we, but there was something about it that threw us off. And the the, the two guys that well, that were suspended that. when they come came back, they they didn't I mean, come right back into the lineup. No, they didn't come back into the lineup. And when they did come back, they really didn't score. Marcus, you know, Nagelstad scored two last night. Um, but you know, it was it, it threw. I think it did throw something off. I, I think it. Well, and you coupled that with with injuries that were concurrent at that time, yeah. and then all of a sudden you got a roster that's short, and you're having to fill in spots that you shouldn't have to fill in, and so it just made everything magnified. And uh, so that looking back, I just think that was more impactful than I gave it credit for at the time, or even maybe even I saw like after, you know, the Maryland and the new Amsterdam games. Uh, But, you know, and I guess moving, moving forward, I I didn't, you might even go back to like, how would things have been different 
if we had, you know, because rolling right into the Legends Cup, you know, those first two games, I mean, what if we roll in and Detroit City comes in and we end up winning that game? Like, how does that change the perspective of what we're talking about right now? How does, I mean. I don't really know. I mean. I mean, how does that change the mentality of the team like coming in? Because you know that that was a devastating loss to Detroit to, to be to come down to Chattanooga and us have those first two games and win the way we did and then mm-hmm. lose the way we did, mm-hmm. which we've discussed. It wasn't exactly 3-0 is overly flattering. Yeah, um, I think so. I continue to think so. Well, yeah. I may be the only person even Even if it's, it makes does. me a complete homer, yeah. I'm going to think that as well. <laughs> but, you know, how does – I mean, we'll never know, and obviously it's just all just – me speculating here, but yeah, you I don't, think that took the wind out of you. Us. Don't want a team to beat you twice, right? Like you don't want them to beat you and then put you in a mental space where you lose your next game. That's what I mean. But you don't, they don't. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't want you don't want to be in that position. <clears throat> and we we left Detroit in our first match, and I and I think I said I've said this at the time. I've said it a couple times. Our first match was against Cal United, who I think a lot of people felt like. They were going to be at the top of the table. Um, I thought they would. They would probably. They would. They may win the 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 spring. And they weren't a bad side. No, they weren't a bad. But I, but it was rough for that to be your to to go to what I thought would be a, an easily a top three team on the road just after you had a, a demoralizing loss to a rival. Um, that was rough, and. Looking back, we played better than I thought we did on the night. But, uh, you know, they, Cal United won one nil, And it just set off, you know, at, you know for we go from Cal United then to that Michigan Stars match, and then things just never really, yeah, just never really you know, clicked. And, and you and I were talking about uh, conversations that were had uh, with Jeremy in previous uh, podcasts, and, you know, we were going to be a team that needed to punch above our mm-hmm. weight. Mm-hmm. And I just, when we had those opportunities to yeah. punch above our weight, yeah. we, we, didn't. we just didn't. Right. Uh, and that could be for any number of reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, so it, it, yeah, it just, I mean, it's, yeah, right. it is what it is. Yeah. Just like you said, like, so at the end to lose the way we did last night was, was just uh, when it was all said and done, I just, Turned my phone off and right. got back in my truck <laughs> yeah. and drove the you know half mile down to my house. <laughs> so yeah, I think you know when you um, the table doesn't lie. That's the that's a, a cliche, right? the The table doesn't lie, and I don't you know we're six. The table doesn't lie. But and Chattanooga FC but is better than San Diego. Is better than. <laughs> Michigan Stars and New Amsterdam. Yeah. I mean, it's just you know the table just doesn't lie. We are so do you three teams suck it? We are eight points after eight games. Um, yeah, that's just not that's just not going to be good enough. Now that you know, I didn't do much math after third grade, but that's like a one point per game average. Yeah, that's not great. And I, but you know, we'll say what's interesting about what's coming up. But that's exactly the the points per game that MLS wants for all of its teams. At the end of the day, they want them all the same. All the same. Yep. Everybody to be on how many point? How many games do they play? I don't know, like tw- twenty-eight. So everybody, every everybody's on twenty-eight points at the end of the season. <laughs> everybody has a chance going into the last <laughs> game. Right. 
what the hell would you do in that case? I guess if, you know, it depends on what the draws were and how many goals were actually scored. Everybody, they want one, one draws for all the games. And then there's a dead, there's a tie and they just go to coin tosses for the playoff positions. Two, two and three, three is what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that way it keeps the goals average up. So yeah, it doesn't, you know, the table doesn't lie. Um, but, uh, you know, we are, we're, we are where we are and, um, and you know we just have to we have to deal with it and move forward. So that 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 you have something to say. You look like you're about to say something very. Oh, well, I'm going to I, I, before before like so. Let's look back at at the entire season. Uh, players that stood out to you in a positive way for CFC this year. Well, I, I for the record, like we do not have any sort of agenda for this podcast. So I'm hitting him just off the cuff. Yeah. I did, yeah, he didn't give me time to think about this, although I thought this might come up. So I, I have given it a little bit of thought. Um, I think I think Nagelstad has has looked at times to be pretty dangerous, whether it's on a set piece or or just in the run of play. I I, I think he's a person that that has more goals in him if if we give him um, the service that he needs. Uh, I I have liked. Kasich from the moment I saw him um unfortunately that game he got injured and was out for for quite a long time but he he provides um he provides some real width and speed on the left and has got a really good left foot for putting a cross in so I've liked him um I like Spielman I think Spielman has has done a good job at and you know, in anchoring the, in anchoring the back line, uh, we've had problems in the back line. But um, you know, so I think those three, if I were to go, um, and and then the midfield, uh, you know, who has who has stood out? We've had so many injuries and so many so many people playing in so many different positions. Uh, that this is this is where I agree, and so it's it's one of those things like uh, it, it's hard to think about players because like you said they played so many positions and you know that's not where they normally play so it's hard to judge yeah. them but i do th- i do think the team plays differently if tate's not at the six and if Juan's not in the game i think the team plays very differently if dixon's not in the lineup i was very happy to see what things that stand out in my mind about seeing dixon back this year and even establishing some sort of consistency with his play has been just a, a real, just thrilling. Number one, I, I didn't ever even knew if we had seen two games in a row, let alone complete two full games in a row. And yeah, they are a different team. His leadership, mm-hmm. having him and Juan out there at the same time, mm-hmm. definitely makes a difference. I agree with you. Having Juan on the field makes a difference. Uh, there are players that I I would have liked to have seen more of this year, and. Um, I'm trying to think of, and I don't know why it slipped my mind. Our Brett forward, Jones. Brett Jones. Like, I, what is the status of his injury? Do we know? Yeah, I don't know. He he wasn't he wasn't available. It, it was an ankle injury, if I'm not mistaken, when he was taken yeah, off something. the field yeah. a few weeks so ago. So he, he wasn't available last night. So I don't know. I mean, if it's like a high, if it's like a high ankle sprain or something like that, that could take, that could take two months. Two. You always hear months. people say, "I'd rather be broke than a high ankle sprain." I'm yeah, not so yeah. Sure about I mean, that, soft tissue. Well, I mean, no. If you, if you break a bone, that's six weeks. That's if you have soft tissue, uh, who knows? So. I would have liked to have seen more Brent because uh, it seemed like every time he was introduced this year, 
He was a spark. I'm not oh, sure yeah. he's starter material at this point, yeah. but definitely we when haven't he seen came, him enough. No, we haven't seen it. But when he came off the bench, there was a here's spark a, there. Here's a speed. sport. Here's a sportsy word. He his, his dynamism. Di- Did you just make that word up? I've no, never dynamism. heard that word. Yeah, he's a dynamic player. His dynamism. Dynamism. His dynamism in zone 14. I may have just made that up, but it's. <laughs> His zone 14 dynamism? No, we haven't talked about zone 14. We're not I don't going want to either. Uh, so, I'll need a few more main But yeah, we only, we've only seen a little bit of him. What we've seen is dynamic. Yes. Dynamism. Well, he's not, he's not a scared to, he's not, he's not intimidated to run direct out of defense. His mm-hmm. speed makes them respect. Yeah. Look, it just like, I, I hate to use American football like too much. But somebody's got to be able to take the top end off. If a team doesn't respect your speed or your ability to get behind take them. Take the top end off. What's yeah. that? Your receiver to go deep. Oh, okay. So, I mean, if, if you if a team doesn't respect your speed, then they're more than comfortable just hanging you out. You have to and make them care. defend the whole field. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that and that is uh, – uh, we've And already, he definitely makes you do that. We've already talked about – we've already talked about their uh, – Detroit's second goal – they made us defend the whole field, and we did not defend the whole field. Detroit's second goal? Yeah. Uh, the the, 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 the oh, season going, game. Oh, we're going back. Well, I'm just saying, that's an example of a, they, 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 they provided width. They were making us defend the whole width of the field. We did not do a good job of that. And that leaves a one-on-one with the keeper inside the 18, which is it's not good. Tim. Not good, typically. I mean, it's not, you know, I don't know a whole lot about soccer. But having uh, having someone have a, a you know a, a first first touch pass or you know a, into your net from about ten yards is probably not advantageous. So other so, other highlights from the season, man. Good to see fans back in the stands. Yes, it was fun. I mean, you know the like healthy numbers of fans. The two, the, you know the the. The Stars win. We don't have a lot of wins to talk about, but the Stars win was fun. I mean, it was a fun match to be at. It was. I think that's a good word. It was fun. Did it have consequences? Yes, yeah. Sometimes fun. fun has consequences. Yeah, People think about your college years. Fun has consequences yeah. sometimes. It was fun. Um, the rest of it was uh, was challenging. Um, yeah, the rest of the the rest of it was challenging. I, I think you know it was fun to go. To go play those two amateur teams, uh, you know, to watch to go to, to I went to Huntsville and and watched us play there. What, what did fun. you think about uh, the facilities there? And uh, I, I don't know if you found out anything about what they're doing in North Alabama. I don't know. I mean, they you know they've got a WPSL team. Uh, they I don't know what it was. A uh, it was kind of your basic kind of sports complex. Like, um, man, your stadium's so basic. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it was kind of like Camp Jordan with, and we played in the championship field. You know, it's got the ones with the seats and and a and a small little nice aluminum bleachers. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I mean, it was fine, and there was a good crowd there. They had a they had a good crowd. Yeah. It was again, we played that three four that three di- excuse me, not three diamond the three um what's it called again the three four three but a three block three or whatever three whatever. I don't understand. I still don't understand exactly what they're trying to do with that formation. But so we played that. We played. Okay, we didn't play great, but it was fun to go on a road trip um, to with fans and then go after. There's a there's a cool brewery close by, and and so that you know that's probably one of the highlights. Well, uh, you know, going to see them and see them play. So that was that was fun. And the stars match. My 
took my younger son. He hadn't been to a CFC match in a while. So then he had a blast. He's like, Dad, if this happens at every game, I want to come back. So, so as long as every match turns into a WWE yeah. SmackDown at right. the end, he's, yeah. he's in. Yeah, and and so he was he was sad that he missed the Stumptown match because apparently there was a fight in the stands. Um, at that, I don't know what happened. I didn't see it, but apparently there was a fight in the stands uh, at the Stumptown match. Somebody so, probably got the last Manganata. Probably did. That's fine. Probably That's did. They just still, they I don't judge know. if you fight over that. I don't judge you for they that. They didn't know how easy they were there to make. So what happens, man? People get feisty. So anyway, that that's okay. So let's let's we're putting. Well, I'll just a little bit of salt. Are you watching the final on Saturday? I don't know. Not if I can find something else to do. <laughs> I'm not. Look, as much trouble as it takes me to watch a CFC game, if you think I'm going through that amount of trouble to watch some other trash, you, I no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I probably well, you think I'm going to like drive out in the middle of a field in the middle right. of like crickets and watch it's that Studio no. F. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So no, I, I had like I had like I'm four people pull over. Okay, so understand people. I'm like on a rural country road. I had at least three individuals stop their cars and ask me if I was okay. I'm oh, like, really? yeah. I was like, oh, you know, I'm just uh, out here. The only place I can pick up a good enough signal to enjoy my Chattanooga FC game. So yeah. Did you have did you have them stop and and watch the match with you? Uh, I they they didn't appear they didn't interested. Stop. They didn't right. appear interested. So I uh, do anything else to cover really with spring? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. So fall, um, we move into. Uh, okay, are we officially in cup? fall now? Independent like, cup. Let's, yeah, yeah let's I, go, I'm sorry. Let's go friendlies. Look, yeah, we've got we've got we've got five matches to talk about okay, before we get so, to fall. So let's talk in chronological order. We do know that some contracts are now up for some of our players. Yeah, I think so. I heard that uh, there's a handful of players that had the contracts that ended June 30. I I don't know the number. I don't know who they are. I didn't really ask. I don't like to get into that level of stuff with the play. I mean, it's their own, you know, right, right. It, it's, it's a very personal thing. And yeah. if players aren't invited or, ex- or have contract extensions, yeah. you know, we will find it's rough out for a- their career. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, find we'll, we'll find out when we find out. out, we'll find out about it. But mm-hmm. you know, just remember that that is something that's happening as we move forward and we have a game, uh, next Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, and so I, th- I, I think you would, it would, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw some, Trialists, right? I mean, right, you know, that, and that's what I was getting to. Yeah. Like, what kind of squad are we going to see against uh, Appalachian Squatch FC? Yeah, I, I want to call them Big Appalachian Foot? State. <laughs> I just keep on thinking of I'm not. Appalachian State. I, you know what? I just don't have good connotations of Appalachian State in that my, stadium. Exactly. Yeah, so I don't I'm just either. Nix that. Yeah, I remember like uh, there I, was a ma- there was a game. I remember like forty two to nothing a half or something like that. I believe. Well, I also remember having yeah. them on the ropes and not being able to finish them off. Oh yes, I remember. So. I remember a couple of those games too. Sitting in Finley watching UTC choke away in an Appalachian State game. Maybe it's the stadium. You never know. You know what? Maybe it is, but it's you know it could be the turf. It's new turf. It's new turf. So could be us. It could be. It could be us. It could most be likely is us. Right. Most likely it's us. Yeah. We may not. Maybe we won't be in the, sta- in the stadium. Maybe we'll watch these we'll from afar. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but no, so it'd be, it'd be I'm excited about it. Hey, I'm excited about it. Hey, just, it's, a new, it's a new club. Yeah, and it looks like they're doing some good things. I see the, the Squatch walk through yeah, the woods. Yeah. There's a Interesting. there's a little minor league feel. Minor league But it's kind of charming, feel. right? I guess. Yeah, it's a little charming. I mean, they're, it's, it's clever. An, it's, it's NPSL, right? Yes. 
So it's NPSL. Yeah. Like they're they're obviously building something. You know what they're doing? They're putting people in the stands, and it looks yeah. like they're Se- doing that well. Yeah. Seems they're like creating it. an atmosphere and mm-hmm. some energy, and that's exactly the way CFC started out. Right. Just put, a, put somebody out on the yeah. field and see what happens. Mm-hmm. People get together in a certain part of the stands. Yeah, it's a little weird. Let's they, start you know, beating they have on a, drum. They have like a an absentee owner, like the owner, like the owner of the team's not there. I don't know. It's the, there's it is a called Appalachian. See. Appalachian FC in yeah. Boone, Boone, North Carolina. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, so, but it'll be fun. It'll be it's it'll a little be bit hillbilly. <laughs> it'll be fun to have the guys back in Finley. Oh yeah! Um, By so the way, they got. Uh, I I love their crest. Yeah, it's it, good crest. It, it does have a little bit of like you said, a little minor it's, league it's baseball. A minor feel. league baseball feel. Uh, yeah. Hey, I love their jersey sponsor, Mast General. Are you familiar? No, I'm not. Oh, it's it's a general store and it's got everything. Oh, really? So yeah, it's, it's, there's one up I can't in Knoxville. say too much because Knott's great. You know, I have the scarf. So, so yeah, so that's that's on the seventh. We have a return match with them, and I am incredibly bummed that the return match in Boone is not on a Saturday. Because when I heard we were doing a home and away, I immediately went to Heather and said, "Hey, got an idea? Drive over to Asheville on a Friday night, stay at the stay at the Grove Park, do the Grove Park thing." Get up the next morning, drive over to Boone, see the game, then go home. It would have been great, but Wednesday. Wednesday. Although the Grove Park rates are cheaper on a Tuesday night than they are on a Friday night, but um, but yeah. So I don't know. I don't have that money. I I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna be able to go. But I'm excited. So we've got a return on the 21st of July. In between that, we have the return of the Independent Cup, and I'm really, you know, (laughs) I'm really excited about the Independent Cup. We we have two. Two familiar foes, uh, Savannah and Soda City. Yeah, so we saw so, them last year. Mm-hmm. We uh, talked to we talked to both uh, some folks with both clubs, and maybe we'll reach out to uh, to them again. Andrew from Soda City, and I can't remember who we talked with with Savannah, so I apologize. But um, but we might talk to you again. So we might be, talk. Yeah, be, uh, if, if you'll if you'll talk to us because I can't remember your name. And then the new in, replacing the Revolution this year is another team from the Atlanta area. Atletico Atlanta, and I believe they won UPSL. They won something. They're a good team. They won something. <laughs> they are a good, they are a quality side. They are a quality amateur side. I don't know what they won. I should know that. Again, we're going to go back to the fact that Todd and I did zero prep other than me so, making the manganata. Here, here's what I want to say about amateur sides. And as Former uh, CFC is a former NPSL. We are well aware of how many internationals you can have because our roster was almost completely full of internationals during its time as a as a NPSL squad. Mm-hmm. So the level of talent, sweet lord. Okay, so as we're sitting here talking, he pulls up on the computer the roster and their their national flag is portrayed out by their name. There is only one national flag needed. Uh, Arg. Yes. Uh, they're all from the country of Arg. Yeah. There's a, a lot of Argentinians. It's a nation of pirates. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of Argent. Well, there is kind of. Arg. Yeah. That's, um, so, yeah. So, apparently, yeah. Uh, everybody's from Argentina. Yeah. Um, looks like it. Is, has there been any talent produced out of Argentina? That's not the professional. Like, can you make sure that's right? Okay, so what he's done is... Oh, no, is, no, that's okay. not right. 
what he's done is he's <laughs> actually pulled up the club. At, I think it's Atalanta, isn't it? Go right, go right up there. Is that who I pulled up? No, it's Club it's, Atletico it's Argentina. Atlanta. It it's is an Argentine. Argentine sports club, though. Yeah. Wait, what, what division they play in? I, a B. Okay. Yeah. So that is not who we're playing. I would. I was like, wait a minute. All from that Argentina. That was awesome. All from Argentina. Like, Man, this is like. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this is this is. Um, this is who we're playing. I was like, this is Chivas USA all over again. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah. It's again. I thought I thought you, we decided you couldn't do, do I, that. Do I edit this out? I don't, I don't think know. I do. It's I don't think I do. I don't think I do. All right. So yeah, there, I think we ha- yeah. This has no roster. This is more UPSL. This this looks like UPSL. No roster. Uh, it's a team of mercenaries. Yeah. Well, but that goes back to my point. Like there can be a lot of talent on these teams, and so I and I fully expect, and they're going to be looking to prove something. Let's face it. So I fully expect that to be a game. It'll be interesting to see the kind of squad we put out. Will we have, um, I'm sure we will, some trialists on. Um, will we see some uh, players uh, come on, like uh, our youth academy players, uh, whether that be uh, uh, Beretta and goal? I'd like to see him in goal, uh, see what he can do for a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's put, the, he's put the time and the work in. I'd like to see him get some minutes. I'd like to see. Uh, he uh, played, when did he play? He played, played against. In the, Atlanta and the I'm sorry the uh, Georgia was the, it Georgia or uh, New, North Alabama? No, he played North. He played the end of North Alabama. Yeah, I think he got a cameo. But I'd like yeah. to see him and uh, Behina and Hurtado get in a, a mm-hmm. game and uh, stretch their legs. I mean, they're in training day in and day out, so I'd like to see that. Um, and of yeah. course, we're always interested to see trialists. That's right, and I have no idea who they are, or we don't even know if there are any. This is just us speculating. Yes, that's true. So anyway, they won something in UPSL, but it's not it's not it's not the blue and yellow. For the record, here. it's not Club Atletico Atlanta, Atlanta of uh yeah. Where are they from? In Argentina, what city? That plays in the Primera Nacional that was established in nineteen oh four. Los Bohemios? Los Bohemios? No, that's the that's the uh Villa Crespo. I don't v- know. Villa Crespo? That's a district. I don't know where they play. You know, I trusted Jim with his uh, Google search, and this is what he's done. This is what I've done. Yeah, I have us. I have us playing a team in the first division of Argentinian football when we're in fact playing a UPSL team <laughs> from, from East Atlanta. Atlanta. So, or, yeah. hey, this is the. I mean, listen, listen. If you're listening, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know what you expect. So, anyway, that's <clears throat> we're not playing them. So we're playing Atletico. <laughs> so, so then after that, we have Savannah and Appalachian. No, Savannah and Soda City with Appalachian stuck in between. So those three matches for the Independent Cup. Yeah, I'm excited about the Independent Cup this year. I mean, uh, I'll be interested in a lot of the results from, I mean, because this is now, what, 32 teams this year? There's a, there's a bunch of teams. Yeah, so it'll do be interesting I, you, to see Do you trust me to look up that? I don't know if I trust you to do anything at this point. You know what? Based on your success with the Manganata, go for it. Yeah, so I think it's going to draw some interest, and of course, moving on, moving forward, it'll be really interested to see how uh, this this tournament evolves. Well, I definitely think we, that Nisa should leverage thirty six clubs. I think I definitely think Nisa should try to leverage this um, because there's no Open Cup. One hundred percent. We really ought to push this and um, and make sure that all the eyes of 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 lower division soccer are on these matches. Uh, giving amateur teams an opportunity to compete against uh, some NISA teams. I know it's the 
NASA Independent Cup. Mm-hmm. But in the future, would you consider uh, teams from other leagues? We already have teams from other leagues. We have UPSL. You know we I'm have MPSL. You know what I'm getting at. We have. You know what I'm getting. There even there's even a PDL team, in I mean they're not really a PDL team, but they're playing in the PDL or League Two this summer. So theoretically, we already have one of those teams. But are you asking me would I would I want League One teams in here? Yeah. The answer is no. What about League, League Two? two? Teams? I mean, it's not independent at that point. I would prefer. No. I don't know. It, you know, I, I, I feel a little so petty. Much, no, no, no. I, I'm no. fine with it. I'm fine. I'm I'm a no on this as well. I'm just kind of picking at you here. I'm I'm a no as well because I think this this tournament is meant to uh, highlight and uh, a lot of the lower leagues and and I think that's what it does. And I think when you are independent clubs and amateur clubs and uh, and I think this does that. I mean, because well, they think, all play for one spot, right, in the U.S. Open Cup. Huh? Right? They don't all get into the U.S. Open Cup. All the amateur teams, tubs? Yeah. Right. Well, there's that. Right. It's so not the just winners, one, but, the winners of leagues get a buy-in. Yeah, there's but, like four MPSL so teams. This, or something so like this is a little bit different, um, and I think it, it's got so much. Room and when it gets play. fully built out, when when if NISA creates partnerships with those regional leagues all across the country, and those regional leagues play. And their champions, or they get like not promoted, but they get um, as part of winning that league, they get an invitation to this tournament. It builds in, um, you know, it builds kind of a. It's not a pyramid, but it builds some structure that I think is good. And it, and so I would really, you know, I would almost really rather it be all of those like affiliated regional leagues, um, and you know, if MPSL gets their stuff together than MPSL and UPSL sure but you know it, by definition if someone gets their stuff together they can't be MPSL <laughs> okay that's that's fair but I, I it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me if if NISA created partnerships with with regional leagues all over the country those regional leagues fed teams into this tournament along with along with um, NISA some NISA clubs and maybe a couple of invitations to MPSL and UPSL teams. I, I mean, that's right, kind of, that, I mean, I, that's, that's what I think. I think, I think 36, I don't know if we grow. I don't think, I don't know if we grow much above 36, but after, if you're in nine regions, you know, you, you have, um, I think if you eventually you have those nine region champions, then move into, move into a, 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 a court or some type of tournament. Nine's a weird one number. One thing I but... think they are going to run into at some point is these are amateur clubs. And when you start asking them to travel and incur those mm-hmm. costs, you're going to run into some of the same problems, I think, that the U.S. Open Cup Correct. runs into. Yeah. And so that'll be something that they're going to have to solve. Well, and timing. Timing. Because, you know, sure. I think we're right now we pro- there are probably some MPSL teams that we would that NISA I won't say we that NISA would like to have involved in this. This is the middle of the NISA or an MPSL it's, it's, season. It's at the it's in the playoffs. So the best MPSL teams are certainly going to they're going to prefer their playoffs over an independent cup. So, um, so yeah. So it, the timing of it's weird. It, I ho- I'm hoping right that now it's, it's a it's kind of a filler for us. Yeah, for for, yeah. for CFC. But it would be great if we if we continue with this fall spring schedule, which I don't know that we will. But if we do, 
you know, you have a shorter break in the winter and a longer break in the summer. The longer break in the summer is broken up with the Independent Cup. So you don't know if we will. So what's your alternative? I mean, yielding to the to the Great American Calendar. Sorry, I had to bring my eyes back down in my head. I, yeah, I know, I know. It is. It, it's it's annoying. contracts. The the just the just the way. Well, I, I, it, it it's it's interesting, right? Because. From a contract perspective, if you're trying to get players from around the world to come play, it makes sense. Yeah, but are we really bringing players from around the world well, since we can't get a P1 visa for... And that's my other point. Or are you just making it difficult to get players because you're swimming upstream mm-hmm. from the rest of the mm-hmm. pyramid? Yeah, like right now. Like we're entering into the fall and somebody said, somebody said on Twitter, hey, this is a good... You know, this is a new time. CFC can get hit. All the clubs can hit reset. And and the beginning of a new season is always, there's hope, right? And right. optimism. And, but we really can't rotate our squad that much. I mean, we're not going to be bringing in a lot of players, A, because there's not a ton of time. And B, because our the way the contracts are, the, and also who are we bring in? Everybody else, they're in the middle of a season. Like we we're not going to go to a, a, a USL championship team or a USL League One team or and pull players from them to come start our fall season. They're in con- they're under contract. I mean, we I guess we could pay. I don't know how that work. I don't know how that work. But it seems it's a weird time right now to acquire players, domestic players. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, domestic players but, and, and know, international players. We have the freaking but going P1 back, visa. The, uh, yeah, hate to lean on this, but the NASL was able to do it. Now, I don't know. The structure was different then, and yeah. there's definitely more teams now, especially when you look at uh, USL Championship, USL 1, right, USL yeah. 2, I mean, UPSL, MPSL. Yeah. When you look at the, there's definitely more teams now. Uh, so maybe that player pool's not there. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm, well, I would bet that there's a pool of players out there. Uh, but the best players are under contract. I mean, they're playing. It's fair. So, what's available? What do we need? How much money is out there? All of those things, and the and you have basically a month to do it, which is not a not an enormous amount of time. When you're also playing Stumped five put matches, an entire team on the field in a month. <laughs> That's true. Hey, by the That's way, true. hats off to those guys over there. Like to get a team together that much. I mean, in That's, that that yeah. amount of time, and yeah. the. And to put a quality product on yes. the field, very impressive. And, and I don't know if you watched any of their late season matches on uh, Eleven Sports or Makujo or the hell it is. No, <laughs> but they're fans. That, that you got you beat me to that. I was going to say, and then there's actually fans. Yeah, there's this little there's a supporters group. It's a small group of guys right now, or a small group of people. I don't. I'm sorry if they're men and women, but and they they were funny. They had like they had funny shirts on. We know. We know, you know, we, uh, Goose was one of them. So yeah, he's yeah. opened up his heart again. <laughs> and once he was jaded, and I thought, like, this is it. He's he's just going to turn for you. So yeah, so you know, I, I think I think initially some of the guys may have supported Stumptown, ironically, as you know, kind of like let's go, let's go and support a a, a makeshift soccer team. But I think they've stumbled stumbled around and had some fun, and the team was good. Uh, they finished. But they finished. They finished like fourth. Well, and all their third. third. They finished third. So wow. 
I mean, you know, um, fifteen. The, look at that, fifteen points. And what I what I've heard, well, I can't remember because Carrie, all Carrie said when we talked to her was that she had heard that there was somebody. I mean, okay, I want you to. I mean, I want you to look at that record: four, what? three, and one. They yeah. lost one match. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, I don't think they gave up. I I'm not sure they gave up a goal in, um, like through the normal passage of play. Well, it, it's it's I think they gave impressive. up free it's... kicks and and they 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 drew with uh, Detroit nil nil. Um, they played really well. They played and, really and, well. And I think and as far as like other new retain- <clears throat> Bobcats, uh, are, what yeah. we expected, what we expected, they yeah. they play tough. Uh, you, they're not going to really give you anything in terms of, uh, I mean, the efforts there. I mean, I think when you look at the table, if you're a neutral, the things you're surprised about are the positioning of Stumptown and Chattanooga. I would agree with that. I'm a little surprised at Cal United. I'm still, I still think they, they are just massively underperforming, considering what I understand that their payroll is. Um, I mean, I don't know a number. I just know it's it's one of the higher payrolls in the league, um, and they've I, I, uh, they just they've never performed. I mean, they have. Anytime well, I see they've, they've any, got five any, points on us. Anytime I see a team uh, from California, and uh, and they're not performing, it's not because of lack of talent. Yeah, right. I mean, I, yeah, there's so much talent in California; it's unbelievable. Well, they took Darwin Long from us, so lame. I mean, you can't give us the guy from. Uh, where did he go to high school? He went to. Um, what's the other high school down in Katuska? Uh, not Katuska. Gordon. I think he went to Gordon Central. No. I don't know. I'm way off. Yeah, I don't know. Delete this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not. This. If I'm not deleting me, me having that us play funny. an Argentinian team, I'm not deleting you. You know what? You had us playing up. I respect that. Yeah. Right. I was like, wait a minute. They have all Argent. <laughs> that is not right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my jaw hit the floor. Just like, what? what? This doesn't make any sense. So anyway, um, but so we, we're going into the fall. I think there'll be we'll see some changes. There probably won't be a whole lot of them, but there'll be some. Uh, you know, I don't. I, you know, I think it's very it's very easy to say to be overly simplistic. If somebody were asked me what does CFC need to focus on, it's very simple. We need goals. So we need people who could either supply to the front line or people who can finish. And those people cost a lot of money and they're not just hanging on trees in July. So it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, what, what we do. It'll be interesting to see if, if, uh, if we get Jones back and, and he does what we think he can do and, um, and we and we and we figure something out, and then we get back to to get back to it in the fall. I, I agree. Goals, timely goals, change everything. Uh, but it's finishing. I mean, we created some stuff, but uh, you know, our our I think they looked, they showed the conversion percentage on the broadcast. They showed like the top six teams. They said CFC was last. We weren't there. Well, I think CFC was last. I don't think we're last. So I think I we're just above. I think we're like in seventh. Low, seven out of eight ain't good. Yeah. So well, I mean, we saw the end result of it, and and probably uh, the results were skewed by the first two games. 
So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think goals, it's like you said, Nagelstad appears to to have it in him. Mm-hmm. His part of the season was a little bit disrupted by, you know, I, I don't know, obviously the suspension. I don't know why he didn't come right back into the starting role. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to read into that. Yeah. No uh, but he appears to be able to score the goals. He had a great goal last night. We've seen him take two PKs, convincing PKs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, we've seen him take some free kicks off the crossbar. The guy <laughs> looks like he can score. Yeah. Who do you do? You have somebody? Is Jones the guy that you can pair with him up there? And it, will, will that work? Well, I'm being. Is, fr- you know, I'm are we going to f- go with a four three three? Or can we decide? I have the formation? no idea. I have no idea. Like, I have no idea. I, I keep going back to and like I, if if I keep we going had back an to, identity, then I yeah. could more assess the fact. It's, are these the players to do that? I keep going back to something Jeremy told me that I had never really thought about. And when one time I was talking to him, and he's like, you know, one reason why the three at the back is is um, is popular uh, at this level is that it's easy to find. Well, it's quote unquote easy to find uh-huh. one good center back. And so if you pair, if you put that center back with a couple of guys who can are kind of hybrid center back, wing back, center back, uh, outside backs. You can create a kind of a three at the back, but with a four at the back, you've got to have two solid CBs, two two solid center halves, center backs, and that's harder to do. That's hard, and so I had never thought about it that way. That just that simple structural difference creates a problem, and uh, so I, I don't know if that if he's I don't know if and we have leaned so heavily on three at the back. The only times we've ever really gone four is to when we've wanted to shove people forward and 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 put pressure. I would, would, I, you, I, would you be interested to see a uh Kai Spielman combination in the back and and four? I mean I I don't on paper on paper on that paper, should work. I, I mean cuz he, you know, on paper it should it should be okay. I I don't know. We've not seen yeah, and maybe oh, maybe there's it. things in practice that we that's the reason we don't see it. Yeah. Uh, it seems like they would complement one another because mm-hmm. uh, we know Kai's got good good recovery speed. Uh, but seems like it. I I would be interested to see what that looks like. Look, I'm just more of a four in the back kind of guy. It makes yeah. me warm and yeah. fuzzy. I like to know that there's at least numbers back there to defend. Yeah, I, mean, I get I, a little antsy when I see three back there. Well, you do, you, you do realize three is more than two, right? Because, I, I, like, with a four at the back, you really only have two defenders. I'm not talking to you. <clears throat> I'm just saying. My point is, I mean, a four at the back we, is not a four at the back. It's it's because you know, you're you're four dedicated defenders. Yeah, but your your fullbacks are typically. Up they the don't field. have to. Well, no, they don't have to. But, but when you do three you at the back, width, wing backs tend to like push way up. Well, yeah, they have to, yeah, they have to because you have zero width if you don't because you don't have one fewer person and one fewer guys in the midfield. That's my guess. I don't listen. The three five two is a very because the th- other the other thing about the three five two is you you could add at the at at a very you know you can quickly switch. To a four three three, you can quickly switch to a four two three one out of out of the the five at the back formation. Look, I'm a boring four four two kind of guy. I don't know what to yeah, tell I, you. Yeah, I I don't need the four four two. I I do, although that four four two box did really work well. I just don't think we've got the players well, that, forward in the that, midfield yeah, that's, again. That's another thing. It's the midfield. We keep coming back I to the think, midfield. I do think the 
the 3-5 does allow for more flexibility. And if you have a bunch of players that are, like you're saying, kind of Swiss Army knives, they're more. that's yes. a better system for yeah, that. Yeah, there are more places to put right. to put so, hybrid folks. So I think that makes sense. I yeah. I don't. I. I mean. I just. I. I expect to. I expect to play some. I expect to have three at the back. Do we do the three box three or the uh, or the three five two? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if or or just a normal or just a more standard three four three. I don't. I don't know. I do like. You know. I go back to the to the beginning of the fall. I really liked when we played. It was a three five two. With um, McGrath, at the point. Like at the ten, what happened to that? And then he, but he could push up. It was almost like a three-four-three three when the other team had the ball, but he could then drop deep, almost like a false nine. I don't know what happened to it. Well, well what happened to it is we, we got we have Nagelstad, who is that center four is is right. is kind of taking that that place of uh, of the of at least somebody up but top. Did we not also see that in the fall? What did we not see um, McGrath up top in that position in the fall? He, I don't know. We didn't see him at a four. We saw him just as, as a. We well, saw that's him. what I'm saying. As, as like the kind of a false nine. A little bit. Because yeah. we saw him playing those balls off to. It looked. To, it looked like long. that. It looked like that when we ended the Detroit game. I don't. I'm not sure if we actually played. That was not a three four three, but it looked kind of like that because he was. When when Detroit would have the ball, he would step up and almost apply a little pressure. And then he would kind of drop back, create space for the two. They would play off him with, you know, we would play right. to him, play off headers. But it seemed like I, we, ne- I, I mean, now we've we not, have... we haven't, we didn't try to play that way. We tried to play all season. We've tried to play, play up with. the wings and crossing in and, and really going around the midfield instead of, instead of playing kind of, I mean, if you see the, the one time I've seen our, our stats book, the, 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 the analysis that the club gets, you can see. Like they they show that the percentage of attacks that go up to left, right, and center, they're all up to left and right. We just do not have not much more up the to the left than the right. Yeah, more up to the left than the right, especially with Kasich there. Mm-hmm. They're, they're it's definitely up the um, up the left. But so we we were playing outside and um and crossing things in and less really certainly certainly not a lot of route one. I mean you know not a lot of kick it up to somebody and, and then have guys, you know, looking for second, like the second ball to get on. We didn't do a whole lot of that this year or in the spring. So, well, I don't know. I think we've talked ourselves in a complete circle yeah. now. <laughs> I will say uh, for those, one thing about the, you know, even, even as, as dark as these eight games may be in an 18 game season right now, we would be 10 points are we? What would we be? We would be like, we would. It would still be pretty dark, folks. I'm not about. I'm not about to get completely optimistic on you. And I can't put my password in. Well, what I'm trying to say is, screw that. What I think. I think to, you're right. We. Uh, you have Detroit more City time. finished with 18 points. You have more time to get back into things. So, like right now, you know it. Detroit won the fall. They won the spring tournament and the Legends Cup, and then they won the spring season. They've had a dominant. They've had a a, a good year, but in a in a in a table right now, they would be eight games into a season, two points ahead. That is that's not game over. And you know we would have we would have multiple clubs involved with ten more matches. 
I'm ex- what I'm trying to say is I'm really excited about the home and away, um, a balanced schedule, one single table, home and and away. I, you know, it's going to be exciting and should create, um, I think, some really good soccer. And it's it's the way really it should be determined. Like you know, it should be determined. It, Who's ever at the top of the table? Right. And at the we end know, of the year. and we know why the spring and the fall were done the way they were sure. done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's understandable. I mean, heck, it, we talked about it. We're probably just lucky it even happened. Yeah, um, in some so, ways. Yeah, so let's just. It is what it is. Uh, championship game uh, that I won't watch. You're not going to watch <laughs> Saturday night, right? Whoever wins, don't care. Yep. Oh, don't worry. They'll let us know on Twitter. Uh, not if LA wins. Wait, wait. Nobody. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> We're not even sure if they have electricity for you know to get Wi-Fi. God, that's a the, whole nother the LA thing. Force. What a joke! What a joke! <laughs> we may never know if LA wins. <laughs> you know what? If this league makes it, if we're in ten years and this and this league still going, there should be memoirs. Oh yeah, about yeah. written about the early oh, days. I bet, of, I bet of Owen and, and Jeremy and you my know, God, I bet they've got they've got a book full of stories already. I know they do. I know they have some because I've heard, I've heard snippets of some of them. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes we're privy to stories that don't yeah. make it to the airwaves. So anyway, so yeah, we we we've uh, we've ranted a little bit about the spring. We didn't really rant. I think nah. there's been a little bit of time. I'm not as salty as I was right after the game. Um, looking forward to Appalachian on Wednesday. So I hope I hope we have a good crowd. I have no idea what the weather is going to be like, but it doesn't matter. Keep it um, squatchy. Yep. No, let's don't stop. No. Well, so, and, oh, and there's going to, I think there's going to be some Appalachian, I almost said Appalachian State, Appalachian FC merch at the merch booth. So. Oh, wait, hats off to the merch booth and David over there. Every time that we have a uh, a visitor come to town, especially like Appalachian, or I remember when, uh, what were some other clubs that we carried their, their merch? Well, with the, for the, uh, for the. This goes all the way back to like the Atlanta, Atlanta, when Atlanta United came. Oh, Atlanta maybe. United. Yeah. We had, I mean, it goes we had, we had, um, but he has Real a good Batiste history. Stuff. He has a good history of carrying some merch from the, you know, some of these up and coming teams that are trying to make it. And, and, you know, it's unique stuff. Not everybody's going to have an Appalachian, uh, FC scarf, unless you're just totally nerd out like my co-host. So it's a, it's a chance to support those teams and and it takes support from from everywhere for you know for some of these clubs to make it. So yep. it's, it's nice. So uh, again, Wednesday seven thirty, be at Finley for a fun night with a, a friendly against. Come on out, get a manganata. Yeah, get a manganata. It it won't be as it might not be as good as the one I just made, or it might be better. I'm gonna have to try. I need to do some more manganata research to you make get sure some of those uh, the straws. Yeah, yeah. There's, I don't have the straw. The straw is a is a, a part of the a part of the package. Well, so we'll see you Wednesday. Uh, I think we've got somebody scheduled for next Thursday to talk. So we're looking forward to that conversation. Uh, but until then, till we see you on Wednesday at Findlay, go CFC. Heads up, CFC fans. Go Blues. Oh, the cheeky goal. <laughs>